Welcome to the Work Wonders podcast, brought to you by Asta HR, where we simplify the human side of business. I'm Angela. And I'm Susan. Let's dive into today's episode and find out what you've been wondering about. Today's episode is another interview. Our guest today is Shelley Coots from Narrow Escape Rooms. She's got a really interesting work history. She's going to tell us about her career journey starting out in none other than HR, just like Susan and myself. And she's going to tell us all about her business and the fascinating world of running escape rooms. She will also give us some insights into her journey of becoming a leader and some really interesting stories along the way. So let's get started. This is the Work Wonders Podcast. Hi, Angela. Hi, Susan. Well, today we've got another guest in the studio. We sure do. Always something that we look forward to. And today it's Shelley Coots from Narrow Escape Rooms. Hi, Shelley. Hi, Shelley. (laughs) Hi, how are you going? Welcome. Thank you. So, Shelley's the co-founder and co-owner of Narrow Escape Rooms. And prior to that, she had an HR background. Mm, Very interesting. So, interesting combination. Well, we know that you're from, or your business is um, Escape Rooms. So, we would love to know, how about you tell us what an escape room is? So, Escape Room is for small groups. You come to us. We're located in Penrith. Um, you come to into a themed room, so we've got three different themes, and um, you work together as a team in order to find some clues, solve some puzzles to achieve whatever the mission is for the room in about 60 minutes. Ooh, 60 minutes. Okay, so a team of people. Yes. Yes. And you're locked in the room. Yeah. Well, right? not, not technically locked <laughs> not in. Locked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can get out at any time. But okay. yeah, it did start. Um, it used to be you had to get out, you know, generally there's a serial killer coming or something like that. <laughs> so you had to get out in 60 minutes, but it's kind of right. changed since then. Now yeah. you need to achieve a mission within 60 minutes. Right. Um, and um, yeah, all of ours are mission oriented. Okay. No, you know, no scary things or anything in any of our escape rooms. But it is still time pressure. Yeah, people do lose their minds right at the end. <laughs> you know, things that you think they would have got, they yeah, yeah. they start to crumble a little bit once the time pressure starts to kick in. Mm. And if I'm not overstepping, can you give us an idea of what one of those missions might be? So um, we've got one of our rooms is called The Inheritance. Um, so in that one, you need to find the wheel to inherit your fortune. Mm. Um, so it um, starts off with, unfortunately, your Aunt May has passed away. Oh. Um, and you need to be there for the reading of the will. Okay. But you find out that um, something's gone a little awry and you need to find the will first because somebody's put in a fake one and you need to find the real one in order to achieve right and your fortune fascinating that sounds like fun yeah (laughs) you really have to think yeah i imagine yeah and a team of people everyone needs to cooperate to get through it and find the resolve yeah communication is very important so you need to yeah talk to each other about um what you found what you think it might be and then um because sometimes you might realise half the puzzle and then somebody else, you get someone else's brain involved as well and they go, oh, hang on a minute, yes, that's a good start but then we need to then do this as well. Yeah, I have to say um, we did one of the other missions uh, as a Christmas Eve family activity last Uh year. Okay. (laughs) I wasn't sure how that would go but what I really um, was surprised at is how each of us had different strengths in terms of solving the puzzles and, you know, working out what came next and it got really frustrating at times but we all survived (laughs) (laughs) well after the frustration comes the sense of achievement so oh exactly you're frustrated you're frustrated and you work it out and you're so excited because you've worked it out and you've got to work on to the next thing and we we did it under time as well so we were like oh go us i think (laughs) most people do don't they or 
Uh, about half? About half get yeah. out. Yeah. Okay. In time, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, we do provide as many clues as you want. So yeah. you don't have to worry about, you know, that kind of thing. We can give you as many clues. We have a dedicated game master who will help you through the game if you need it or they'll say nothing if you don't need it. Uh, Sounds like a good way to spend an hour. Um, tell us, how did you get into it? Uh, well, first of all, we went um, – my sister-in-law went to an escape room with her family and she'd posted some photos on Facebook um, and, you know, they were wearing like silly hats and stuff like that. And I was like, what is this? I want to wear a silly <laughs> hat. So, um, so she said, oh, I want to go with you guys as well. So, um, so it was my husband, myself, my brother and sister-in-law. So we all went to an escape room in Parramatta. And um, we just absolutely loved it. Yeah. Um, it was like, it was so surprising, which was the main thing, is that you would do something um, over here and then something across the other side of the room would pop open or something mm, like that. Okay. So, um, and the sense of achievement that I sort of talked about before is that, you know, you're trying to figure something out and then you're like, you figure it out and it's like, it's awesome. Like you yeah. get that, that adrenaline feeling from it. Um, so we absolutely loved it. And then she said, well, you've got to go back and play the first one because then... I can talk to you about it because you kind of don't want to give away spoilers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So then um, the three of us went back and played the first escape room that she did. Um, then we went back to their house because um, she looked after the kids at the time. Yeah. Um, we went back to her house and then we sat around for hours just talking about escape rooms and, you know, what we would do if we had an escape room and what yeah. our themes would be and how we would do it better and stuff like that. So it was all just a bit of fun. And then the next weekend um, my brother rings me up and says, can we come on over? And I was like, Okay. We see each other once a week anyway. We don't yeah. normally have extra. <laughs> so he just, yeah, he just said he'd come over. And I was like, hey. And he just read out this whole script. Oh. Um, we would do this. So it was actually the launch game that, that oh, you played, Susan. Yeah. yeah. So he was like, you know, at the beginning we're going to have this video and then it's going to oh. cut off and the power's going to turn out. And, um, and then they've got to get the power back on as part of the game and then went through the rest of the plot for the room, which I won't give away too much. No. <laughs> and, um, and, yeah, he'd just gone through this whole storyline. So he just kept him awake at night. Wow. So then we were like, should we do this? <laughs> yeah. um, and then we sort of talked about, um, so my brother and sister-in-law are in electronics and IT. Mm-hmm. Um, so my brother's a um, systems engineer, so he made things much more simpler. As, mm. yeah. um, and um, and they had the skills to actually build and create the magic that you see in an escape room. Oh, cool. Um, um, but they didn't have the, I don't know, the business sort of side. Sure. So mm. I, we couldn't do it without them and they couldn't do it without us. Yeah. So, um, my background is in, um, I've done a bit of accounts, I've done a bit of HR, I've done a bit of payroll. Um, so, yeah, we decided that we would kind of do it together. It took us a long time to decide because... We all had our own careers and of jobs. Of course, yeah. And, um, you know, leaving something for mm. something to start your own business. But we did. And, yeah, we've been open now for, for four years. And it's definitely the right – it was the right decision to make mm. to, to do it, yeah. What a great achievement. That's great. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, big step and yeah. a big change from HR and what you were doing before. Yeah, I think I needed a change from HR anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And so you mentioned that you you'd done payroll, you'd done accounts, you know, you're before moving into more HRE type stuff. So you really had a lot of exposure across the board that would have been useful to you in, you know, starting a business and getting people on board. Yeah, well it definitely was. Like, you know, even just the account stuff, like I I know a little bit about account so then I I'm the one who does I do all the paperwork type stuff as, as yeah. well yeah um and then yeah obviously I've done payroll before but it's much simpler payroll I've only got like there's only 11 of us 
and um, yeah, it helped with documentation, like documenting processes and procedures. I've done yeah. letters of offer before. I've yeah. done recruitment before. So you would have had a lot of um, policies and procedures, I suppose. You know, just basic things that you needed to set up. Um, we do. When we originally started with a few people that we had, we didn't really have a lot of policies and no. procedures. But then as we got more people involved, involved, and I was training more people, I started to get to the point that I was like, have I told them this? Mm. Yeah, exactly. They're not doing it. Is it because I haven't told them or is it because they've forgotten? Like I didn't know. Yeah. yeah. Um, so then I started documenting everything down. So we've got a training checklist now. Um, so each person needs to go through the checklist. We've got um, manuals for each of the games, so game masters learn the clues. That all the clues mm-hmm. are all written down, um, so they know what time and when to give them. It's all Very detailed. it's all pretty documented. Yeah, that's a lot of work putting all that together. Yes, but then it helps to keep it more standardised across yeah. um, each game master. So the customers as well. are also getting the yeah, same. Yeah, and experience. it's easier to train as well. So if they know that at fifty minutes they need to give this clue, then. It's helpful for them. Yeah. 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 And it also helps the customer experience, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Trying to be a bit more the same across mm. each group. Yeah. And I imagine you had safety policies that you had to put in as well? Yeah. We've got some risk assessments as yeah. well. It's not a lot of risk. The most risk apparently to an escape room is from a customers. So, yeah. Um, you know, our customers are all coming here to have a bit of fun. So they're yeah. mostly pretty good. Um, sometimes a little over-enthusiastic and break things or, oh. you know, <laughs> drop something ten times in the one game. Yeah. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> yeah, so everything has to be quite hardy because, um, yeah. yeah, people break things. Especially if you're in the dark. The <laughs> <laughs> rooms are really dark. Um, the, the launch one that um, Susan played does get a little dark. Yeah, um, yeah but not enough. Not enough to need a torch or anything. Oh, uh, no. yeah, so it's okay. Of, it's a bit, it goes a bit dim. Shelley, you talked about it being quite a big leap to go from, for all of you in the business, to go from being an employee and having a job and then going to being a business owner. So talk to us about that and how you made that decision to make that jump into business ownership. We were on and off the fence, (laughs) deciding whether we wanted to do it or not. We actually met with a um, business advisor through the Business Connect program. Are you? And she came around to our house. Mm. and um, she had actually done a bit of research into what an escape room was and how popular they were overseas, and basically she went, this is a great idea. <laughs> um, and, well, that was helpful. And then sort of directed us to some people that could help us out and what to look into and you know gave us some sample business plans and stuff like that, and we were like, oh, this is great, we want to do mm-hmm. it. So um, it took us a while to find the location that we wanted to get into, and then we had to learn – to get how to get council approvals and stuff like that as well, which we had no idea how to do any of that. And then, yeah, we opened in October 2018. Mm-hmm. It wasn't till a year later that I quit my full-time job. So okay. um, my um, sister-in-law was working full-time in the business for a while while they were building. Then um, in December 2018, um, my brother, she went, my sister-in-law went back to work and my brother Um, went full-time in the business so he was um, building as well as running games Um, and so I was working my full-time job as well as running games in the escape room at night and then also working on the weekends Ah. Um, so yeah quite tiring but also very rewarding I suppose because you know something that we built has um, people are coming to play so um, I was doing that for over a year and then um, we decided it was time. When we opened our second room, it was time that we needed um, me to be full-time in the business. 
Um, so I started, I think it was about November 2019, full-time in the business. So left my job and we all know what happened in 2020. Yes, yes. my goodness. Um, so I was like, oh, no, you know, was it the <laughs> right decision? Did I make the right decision to um, to leave my, you know, fairly well-paid yeah. job at that stage? I've since found that my old job had a lot of changes as well. So my, jo- yeah. my job would have really changed where I was. So mm-hmm. um, And a lot of people have left. Um, there's a lot of redundancies and things like okay. that as well. Mm. So, you know, just reminds me that I'm on the right track. That's yeah. great. I, I hear that a lot from small business owners, that that passion and courage to take a leap and do that. So that's really inspiring. So obviously now that the business has grown and you've been going for four years, it's really important to you to get the right people on board. Well, I guess it was important to you to have the right people on board right at the beginning. Mm-hmm. But when it extends beyond immediate family and a lot of our listeners will have had this experience. You're suddenly set with recruiting people that you don't know and you don't know how committed they're going to be to your business. What's your process? You know, how do you ensure I know you've got some long serving employees. How do you ensure that you pick the right people and then, you know, keep them? Lucky for us, our job is a bit fun. <laughs> um, so um, we do quite often get a number of applications for our job. We are looking for people that want night and weekends work. So we do get a lot of younger people. So people that are perhaps just finishing school or going into university. Um, We do have some that are finished university and have part-time jobs or this is their only job. They work around kids and stuff like that. So work nights and weekends. But mostly we do have uni students because that's the hours that they want to work and that's the hours that we can provide. So most of the time we just do some sort of social media campaign um, we're very focused on getting people that are passionate about escape rooms as much as we are. Mm. So we want people that have played escape rooms. So we find that those people are following us on our social media mm. and that's where we've advertised before and we've got most of our people from. I've just recruited someone just recently. I was just kind of slowly recruiting. I just put a sign up <laughs> to oh. try and catch somebody just in the escape room. Great. To hopefully find somebody that um, that had played in our, our escape room and liked it and then perhaps wanted to come and join us. So we put it up. And then on the first weekend, we did get an application for someone who was interested. And he ticked all the boxes for me. As in that he was like, oh, I really enjoyed the escape room and your staff look really friendly and uh. it looks like a good place to work. And I was like, yes. <laughs> yes I think that's are. perfect because someone who's already experienced yeah. your culture and what you do there, they're already off to a head start, aren't they? Yes, sort of People can self-select in or out in that situation. Have you had anyone approach you after they've been there? Um, no, not really, but I have, I have approached somebody else. Um, I do have a staff member who she was tagged on one of my job ads, but she didn't apply for it. And then she came in and played an escape room during that time we were recruiting for. And we really thought she was good in, in running the game. She was a bit of a leader of her team. Right. Um, but she didn't apply. Oh, no. Um, and that was a pretty bad round, that round. And um, so then I just reached out to this person on Facebook, just sent her a message. And, oh, just wondering, like, you've been tagged here and I saw you were here and are you still looking for work? So I've got her on board now. So she's been oh. here for about 18 months' time. Um, and um, she's also looking after our social media now. So she's our TikTok oh. star. So How could yeah. say, what a great story. Yeah. And that's something that we've talked about elsewhere, isn't it? About taking these, you know, rather different yeah. approaches yeah, to absolutely. finding the right people, you know. But what you're saying there about finding them where they're at, you know, and, and understanding where your ideal person would be, that's really, really key. So. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, we definitely want people that love escape rooms. So, yeah, we need to find people that have played games before. Yeah, you need that enthusiasm. Um, they know too, what yeah. a good escape room is. Um, they know what good customer service for an escape room is. Um, we don't want them to overclue. So it's really hard at first to learn not to give people too many clues to get out because mm. the satisfaction in an escape room is solving <sighs> things for yourself. So it's about giving them that one piece of information that they're stuck on in order for them to figure out the rest of it themselves. Mm. So... Are you looking to hire staff for your business, but fitting it in around your other work is tough? Have you struggled to find the right people before, but it ends up feeling like more work than it's worth? Well, our team at Asta HR can help you. From advertisement to offer, we can guide you through the entire process, just as if we were your HR manager. And you benefit from our decades of experience to find not just anyone to fill your vacancy, but someone that you'll love to work with. You can choose a package that suits you and you pay a fixed fee. Let us take care of the time-consuming stuff and we'll fast-track you straight to only the strongest candidates so you can spend your time growing your business. Schedule a free call with either Susan or I right now at astahr.com.au. Now, it's back to the episode. So what sort of people come and use the escape room? So your customers... Do you find that it's mostly just people coming for a birthday party or something like that? Or do you actually even have people coming for team building? Yes. So, um, yeah, we have lots of different reasons that people come. Generally, an occasion is, mm. is the most common reason. So it might be a birthday party. So we do adult and children birthday parties. and Or it might be an anniversary celebration. Um, and, yeah, team building is um, one of the ones as well. So particularly lately, we've been working remote for a long time. So they're mm. trying to get the team together to do something together yeah. um, in the one location, you know, that's a bit fun, but it also helps work on communication and teamwork skills as well. Mm, fascinating. So they all have to work together to get out of the room. That um, definitely translates to teamwork. I think also you're good with the teamwork with your own team. Like, obviously, they've all played all the rooms now, so you can't do a team building exercise in your own <laughs> escape rooms. So tell us some of the other things that you do to enhance the teamwork. Yeah, so I suppose that's one of the things that we try and do to keep them interested in the job as well, is do our own team building and teamwork things. Mm-hmm. Um, so in 2022, we did five different things. So we went oh. to three different escape rooms. We went to iFly, um, oh, yeah. located in Penrith as well. And um, we also went to a trivia night together. Mm. So trying to do something you know several times during the year that we because we don't always work together either no so we only have you know three or four people on at a time maximum of 11 of us so um, it's good to do things together and we really are having young people I want them to look back on this time of their life and go you know that was a really good place to work I know they're not going to work with us forever Mm. um, when they finish their uni degree or they get a you know, a proper job, (laughs) (laughs) then they're going to move on. And like, you know, we're just a a quick stop gap for hopefully a few years when they come and work with us. So That's a nice way to look at it. I was going to say, what I love about that though, is that you're not like, oh, well, they're cheap labour and, you know, we'll just grind them down into the ground and, you know, this will be like, you know, any other casual job that they would have had during uni. You really want to make it a good experience for them. Yeah, and well, I think you also get the best out of your employees too. If it's, of if it's fun, they feel like they're part of the business and they definitely are, you know, they're part of the family for us and we are a family-owned business. Mm. So, yeah, we want to promote that too. And they're going to be free advertising for you as well. Yeah, they're going to be your best, best advertisement when they tell their friends where they work. And yeah, 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 definitely. 
Well, we've heard that escape rooms are fascinating. I find it fascinating mm. anyway. Yeah. And the fact that you can then tie that into um, how you treat your staff and that then reflects on the customer service and the fact that you survived those horror years of lockdowns and everything, a, a good testament to you, how you're running your business. I'm wondering if you've got any interesting stories for us <laughs> from actual uh, customer experiences in the uh, escape rooms. Well, I suppose the one that everybody likes to hear about is the uh, the guy who brought two different dates. Um, <laughs> so for the uh, same room, for the same room, oh, yes. So I don't remember him the first time, but the second time they were doing really well. <laughs> um, I thought I thought that she had played the room before because they were just doing too well, you know. Because when you go into an escape room, like pretty much people do the same thing, so they try all the same wrong things before they do the <laughs> right things. Um, but these people were just were not doing any of the wrong things; they're just doing all the right things. And I was oh. like, I wonder whether they've played the escape room before. And she was doing really well, so I thought that she had played before. So I just did a little search to see whether she had, and she hadn't. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm wrong. They're just doing really well. And then I thought, hang on, I'll just check him out too. And he'd played the escape room before. <laughs> um, and we take photos as well. So when people have played. And so I went back and had a look and, yeah, he'd played a different girl the first time. <laughs> and most people think that he's showing how smart he is to her by getting all the things right and stuff like that. <laughs> um, but he wasn't. He was even smarter than that. So he oh, got yeah? her to get them. So oh. he would then, he would f- sort of put things together and hand oh. it to her and then she'd look at it and go, oh, look here. And she'd see the connections because he'd oh. already sort of cultivated it for her. So then she'd figure it out. So she felt really smart. So I thought that he was really yeah. good at that. Yeah. Giving her that opportunity. Yeah. So um, on our website now, there we have a bit of a come to us for a first date. Um, <laughs> and if it doesn't work out the first time, just bring him back, bring the next one back the next time. <laughs> a good way to impress someone. I was just thinking whether he's using that for selection criteria. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. So you're thinking he's using it as a way of selecting whether I the wonder. girl's smart enough for him. I wonder. I think it's more impressing the Probably. woman by making her feel good. Oh, that's that's my preferred. Gentlemanly, yeah. I prefer that. Yeah, I think he was. <laughs> that's a great story. And have you had any horror stories? Sometimes we have people bring as a surprise. Um, so, oh. like, you, you know, come to the escape room and surprise, you know, you didn't know what you were coming for. Oh, okay. Um, obviously, surprises can go good or bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I did, yeah, I did have one where the couple came together and mm-hmm. um, the female of the group was had planned it all and the male just did not want to be there. Oh. <laughs> um, so, he sat on his phone for most of the game, oh. just on the chair and the phone, and she was trying to, you know, sort it out and it was mm. like... Come on, babe. Oh, look so it was this, just babe. the two of them. Just the two of them. Yeah. Oh, that must have been painful. And then he, yeah, he ended up just walking out, and oh, then she dear. sort of followed him, and then they came back in again, and he just sat down, and then she sort of completed the game by herself, and I kept helping her by giving her clues and moving her along. It was yeah, whole heap of awkward. Not quite. Yeah, whole yeah. heap of awkward. Not quite the same thing when you're solving it yourself. Yeah, but that's it's a very rare occurrence. So most mm. people come and yeah, just have yeah, a great have time. Fun. Yeah. My favourite groups are when like it's a multi generational group. So yeah. sometimes you know, granddad comes along because it wants to do something with the grandkids. So you know, he's just coming along to see what you know this escape room thing's all about. And then we just get like so many questions at the end. He's like, "How did you do this?" And and oh, and this was amazing. Yeah. Like he basically talks through the, all of the puzzles. Yeah. Um. So we quite often get somebody like that in the escape room. So who gets that excited? So that's what that's what I absolutely love. Yeah. yeah just sort of blowing people's minds, which is what happened to us when we played our first. Exactly. Escape room. Yeah. yeah. 
Shelley, there's always the last question we ask our guests is what is one thing you would like our listeners to take away from this discussion we've had today? I suppose my recommendation is talking to your employees, getting to know them, find out what their strengths are because sometimes they can help you with things outside of what their actual job is. We're always focusing on continual improvement. So um, we have spreadsheets on each of the computers that we have um, and employees are recommended to put any suggestions on that spreadsheet. So it can be suggestions that might improve the customer experience, it might improve their job as a game master or it might just be simply something is broken and needs to be fixed. Mm -hmm. So they're suggested that they complete that as much as possible and then we can um, maintain a bit of a continual improvement through that. And then I think it makes them um, empowered as an employee as well to be able to feel like they are part of the business. And when we implement their suggestions, like they're like, oh, I suggested that. So <laughs> um, it makes them feel good. But then it also makes them make more suggestions. So um, exactly. like the person that I said now is doing our TikTok. Yeah, so listening to them, getting to know them and what their skills are. And then when you know, they offer an opportunity like that, being open to it. Yeah. Thanks so much for joining us today, Shelley. It's been a pleasure talking with you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Our pleasure. We'll be putting links to the Narrow Escape Room's uh, socials and website on the show notes. So if you want to find out more and check out the TikTok, go for it. Absolutely. And if you're in the market for some team building or even just for an event, go and check them out and see if you can maybe beat your score, Susan. (laughs) (laughs) I should go back again with a different group. (laughs) Thanks for listening to the Work Wonders podcast brought to you by Asta HR. Hit the subscribe button now to never miss an episode. And if you'd like to continue the conversation with us, you can find us over at astahr.com.au. See you in the next episode.